As a matter of fact, I won't because Wood drastically underestimates the impact Wood of social distinctions. Wood drastically underestimates the impact of social distinctions predicated upon wealth, especially inherited wealth. You got that from Vickers. Work in Essex County, page 98, right? Yeah, I read that too. Were you going to plagiarize the whole thing for us? Do you have any thoughts of your own on this matter? But you, is that your thing? You come into a bar, you read some obscure passage, and then pretend you, you pawn it off as your own as your own idea just to impress some girls, embarrass my friend? See, the sad thing about a guy like you is in 50 years, you're going to start doing some thinking on your own, and you're going to come up with the fact that there are two certainties in life. One, don't do that. And two, you dropped 150 grand on a fucking education you could have got for a dollar fifty in late charges at the public library. Yeah, but I will have a degree, and you'll be serving my kids fries at a drive-through on our way to a skiing trip. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, but at least I won't be unoriginal. That is one of the best scenes in cinematic history from the movie Goodwill Hunting, um, Academy Award-winning movie. Uh, how very appropriate tonight being the Academy Awards. Uh, love that clip for a variety of reasons. Plagiarism, originality, frauds. Just love it. I love that scene for so many reasons. The theme, certainly appropriate. Um, just want to get out. This is a bit of a spring teaser, 10-15 minute podcast. I got some great podcasts coming out. I got some in, on the shelf that are ready to go. Um, I figured I'd take this opportunity just to get on the mic and kind of go over a few things that I missed in the you know, anniversary podcast, just to kind of go through them with you. I think you like what I have to say, 10 minutes tops, and and you're, you're on with the rest of your day. So I appreciate you listening. Got some great guests, you know, upcoming. Um, got some WWE Hall of Famers upcoming. I have some great actors, some authors. Um, it just keeps getting better and better. It just keeps getting better and better. And I just love the fact that my podcast is developing a solid core of listeners. I have a solid core of you know, actors and authors that listen, that want to be on. So it's just a great feeling. Um, and I have to say, though, the more that I listen, um, I used to listen to Howard Stern for a long time, and I love Howard. He's, he's you know, he's the Babe Ruth of, of radio and broadcasting without question. And he always used to kind of go on about how sometimes, not always, but sometimes go on about how people, you know, stole his idea, ripped his gimmick, and people would, like, give him shit for that. But I have to say, as small as my podcast is, you could kind of tell people are kind of, because my premise is very unique, right? Like Joe Rogan has his thing. Like Joe Rogan most of the time is talking about hunting or MMA, like his whole thing and politics. His whole thing is, is not just interviewing people, right? When I interview someone, it's because I sincerely believe in what he or she has done in their life. Like they've moved me in some way. I never in my, my just finished up my 60th interview, Never, ever, ever have somebody on just to say I can interview somebody just because they're quote-unquote actors or quote-unquote famous. I never, ever do that. And I see podcasts that do that, and the hosts come off as lethargic, disinterested. It's really not fun to listen to. It's embarrassing. It's actually kind of you know sad in a way, but you know I do understand what Howard was trying to say. You know, and it's just a bummer because I've worked my ass off trying to develop a really unique premise. Not that my guests are just unique to my show, but when you look around and people are kind of developing, you know, we're not dealing with, um, you know, I'm not Jimmy Fallon versus um, Conan versus uh, Colbert. I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is that it's just when you look around, you see other podcasts have guests 
it really for no rhyme or reason, just for the sake of having guests. What an enormous waste of time. Like, I have a friend, Tom, who podcasts. He has a great, um, I left my wallet in Greg Polanco. It's a great podcast that mixes the world of wrestling and mixes the world of fantasy sports. It's a really unique blend. Really, really great show, right? And it's his labor of love. It's his passion. You listen to any one of my 65 or 66 episodes. I think there's six, maybe a little bit over 60 interviews in there. It's a, it's a labor of love. It's passion. There is never one interview where I seem disinterested, where I seem I have somebody on the show just for the sake of having him on the show, going through the motions. It's You can tell when you listen to my friend Tom's podcast, he loves it. He pours, he pours his heart out into it. To chew my own horn, I believe as many mistakes as I, do, as I have, there's no denying the fact that I've poured my heart into this venture, that I've poured my heart into being a, a podcaster that has awesome guests and is looking to get better. I would never poach guests. You know, Morally, I'm not in that ballpark. I don't poach guests from other people. My guests come from people that have, like I said, have moved me, have, have, have shown me something that other um, actors or authors have not, and I'm really blessed to have them. And I, I just... I, I just when I, when I see podcasts that are eerily similar to mine, and, and and there's just no way they could be a coincidence. And um, it's unfortunate, it's sad, it's pathetic. But as Tom said, my friend Tom, he, the cream eventually rises to the top. I believe that time really weeds through the posers and the um, the frauds. And really, at the end of the day, that's kind of what what, what it is. And you know, I, I'm very passionate about what I do. Um, and like anybody who has passion and pride in what they do, of course you're going to get upset at people that, you know, copy your podcast, that mimic your podcast, have no original thoughts for themselves. You're going to get upset at that. And I'm a, I'm a little bit at that place right now, but I'm going to cry a river, I'm going to build a bridge, and I'm going to get over it. And um, yeah, it's unfortunate. So um, I'm, I'm blessed to have a, a friend like Tom, who is former WWE guy, um, you know, uh, podcaster he gets it um my god the, the kid was a wrestling fan his entire life and i want to say a year or two after getting into wrestling he was in madison square garden i mean talk about a person who knows what following a passion is and while i've never wrestled in madison square garden i certainly believe i'm on the road to passion and and most importantly and most importantly originality being authentic being real I believe that's what my podcast does. Not in the sense of honesty, but in the sense of concept and the labor of love that I present on every single podcast release. And I'm really proud of that. You know, I never have to worry about, oh, I, I got my idea from this person or that person. Nope. I was motivated by television. And, you know, if you have a podcast that focuses on TV and movies and you can't name um, or, or you haven't seen 50% of the movies that come out in a given year, or let's just say 30% in a given year. I don't know. To me, that would spell like, okay, like I could never have a podcast about MMA and talk about a certain fight, right? Because I've never seen it. So I don't know how somebody can have a podcast about movies when they haven't seen most of them. It's just, to me, it's like, um, it, it screams fraudulent. Like, I don't know. When my guests come on my show, they know they're going to get someone that's well-researched. They know they're going to get someone that... Um, appreciates what they've done and can name things they've been in so i'm proud of it in that regard so where do we go from there um yeah and you know 
a lot of these podcasts, and, and I keep referencing my friend Tom, you know, we always talk about listens and listeners and downloads and followers. I also want to know that, I also want my listeners to know that there's people out there that get listeners and listens and downloads. You can pay to have bots, uh, fake follows, you know, these auto follows the, on Twitter, you have auto, it kind of can get really fraudulent. So if somebody looks like they have, I don't know, say 50,000 listens or 50,000 downloads and they have like a thousand Twitter followers or 500 Twitter followers or they're following more people that are following them, there's a 99.9% chance it's a scam and it's a fraud, right? I can tell you that every listen I have, every download I have is legit. Like there's no, I mean, I I, I do the hard work. I kind of reach out to people and, and I do my thing as does my friend Tom. You know, we try to use Instagram to the best of our abilities, Twitter, Facebook, and, you know, and it starts, you know, slow with any anything worth, you know, any endeavor worth your time and effort and passion, it always starts slow. So, yeah, I'm really proud that my listeners are legitimate. My followers are legitimate. The downloads I have are legitimate. It's not bots or spam or scam or or any of these auto tweet or retweet. You know, I don't pay guests. I don't pay people to promote my website. Anything, any promotion I get is from the kind people that are on my show. And I really appreciate it. So everyone that listens to my show is a real person with a real beating heart and that I that I appreciate more than anything I really do um, and I have to say that you know um, there are knockoffs and I want you to know that the Monday Morning Critic is no knockoff and everything that I'm doing is legitimate and I think that you eventually have seen that those of you new to the show I promise you the show's only going to get better with time I'm looking at the guests that I have coming up um, I'm almost scared to say it because I, I'm almost certain I'll end up on some other podcasts so um, please stay tuned. I've got today, I got two confirmations that are phenomenal. So I'm really stoked about that. Um, and I want to say that, you know, today's the Oscars and I, and I was watching the Oscars and I have an interview I haven't released yet with um, Tad Two Cardinal. She is a famous Native American um, actor. And we finished that on Friday. I'm just editing now. And what a phenomenal actor. She's been in Dances with Wolves. She's been in Legends of the Fall. She's in virtually every television show. Longmire, um, my goodness, uh, the one on uh, Netflix now, Godless, Wind River. Very powerful woman, very powerful presence. And, you know, she's an activist. I don't want to say environmentalist because you probably get mad at that when you hear the interview. But she is somebody certainly that looks at the environment much deeper than the rest of us. You know, and it's an interview like that. I went in, okay, I'm going to interview an actor that I've revered for the longest time. And then it turns into something else where she was asking me questions that were difficult to answer. And I, I had no answer. But I love being challenged like that, you know. And that's, with, with passion comes new challenges. And that's the thing I really, really love. So very, very much loved having Tantu Cardinal out. That'll be out this week. I want to say Tuesday or Wednesday. I kind of want to touch that up a bit. It's a really special interview for those of you um, who love movies and cinema and acting for sure. No question about it. I watched The Walking Dead today and, and finally we see a human moment from Negan. I'm not going to go into spoilers. There's, there's spoilers all over this, but I, you know you know this. Carl wrote notes to different characters on The Walking Dead. And, he, and this is a little bit of a spoiler, so if you don't want to hear this, don't listen. One, two, three. He writes one to Negan. 
And Negan, you can has a tear in his eye when he's talking about Carl. I was like, this should have been here a year ago. This is the guy we should have seen a year ago. This is the guy that we've been dying to see. Not the guy that's, you know, waving back and, you know, with the bat. And it's nice to see a human moment. You could still be a bad guy, still be an awful character, and have a human moment. I mean, let's face it. I mean, come on now. Um, so The Walking Dead, I feel like, is turning the corner in a positive way. And as a fan, as, as somebody who's passionate about The Walking Dead, really happy to see that. And I hope it kind of stays the course and we see, you know, this 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 show get back on track. Let's limit some of the cast. Let's get it down to where it's manageable, where we can tell effective stories. Love that. Absolutely love it. And I don't care what you do. Like, I don't care what you do. Whether it's movie making or podcasting, be passionate about it, right? Or what the hell are we doing here? Like... There's nothing worse in this world than frauds and and people that are less than sincere. There's nothing worse than it. And, and you know, I think in all of our lives we deal with a portion of that, right? And, and we have also those people in our lives that embrace us and make us feel that, you know what? Um, there are people that are sincere. I mentioned my friend Tom. I have family. Those are the people that I know are no bullshit. Those are people that I know I can always count on um, in, in a moment of chaos or when things aren't going great or if I want to bounce ideas, right? We have those people in our lives those are the people that matter. And and that's why I love my podcast. I just feel like it's, and not to be repetitive, it just breathes and, and, and exudes uh, sincerity and passion and, and love and all this stuff that I believe that I that I do preach on a, on a regular basis. Not that I'm always positive, but stuff I certainly preach on a regular basis. So as I was saying, great guests coming out. Brief spring uh, teaser. Monday Morning Critic, you can reach me at MDM Critic on Twitter. Uh, Monday Morning Critic. On Instagram, you can email me at mondaymorningcritic at gmail.com. I got a Facebook page, Monday Morning Critic. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for listening to me rant and and, and, and talk. Um, I can promise you this, and this will be the last thing I say. What I'm doing with this podcast moving forward is really branching out and really bringing to you. Uh, I'm really thinking outside the box with guests, and I'm, and I'm dying to know your reaction. And um, hopefully those... Uh, knockoff um, hacky uh, podcasts uh, won't be poaching many more of my guests. So really appreciate you listening. Talk soon.